Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my So this is the plan for tonight. We want to make sure that, obviously, in all that we do, uh, we give God the glory, and we want to do that first. We'll do it all night, but we want to do that first through a devotional time together. So what we're going to do here is just I'll start us off in a prayer, and then Jordan's going to lead us a song, and then I'll read a couple of verses, make a maybe an application if I can from that. Uh, then. Jordan will lead us in a kind of a closing song for the devotional. We'll ask those who need to take the Lord's Supper to do so. And then Drew will close us in prayer for the devotional set, set point or the setting. Then we'll have our recognition night, which I'm really excited about. 
Before we get started and before I open us up in a prayer here, I want to first, all these young men and ladies sitting up front here, thank you for being so awesome. On behalf of the congregation here, we can't sincerely tell you enough how much we appreciate you. And then to the our adults and our parents, thank you for being here tonight to support these young people. It means so much for the future of the church and for what we're trying to do to, to glorify God. So, Will Bolin said, not Will, yeah. Bolin said if he acted, if he acted good tonight, that his parents was going to give him rainbow ice cream with sprinkles. You know, hey, uh, hey, that's awesome. I told Drew, Drew, if you act well tonight, I will make sure you get ice cream. Here's my point. Young people, hey, young people, let's remember why we're here for a little while, okay? So, Thomas, you're in control of that front row, and I'm looking to you to help me, okay? Bow your heads, please. Dear Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for this day. We are so thankful for all the blessings that you provide us and continue to give us. We're so thankful for these young people that are gathered here together tonight and the the parents and the adults and others who are here to support them. And Father, we give you so much thanksgiving and appreciation for the young people that we have here, the energy that they provide, the love they have for you. And Father, help us never take for granted each and every one of them help us never take for granted our role in this congregation to raise and to support raising these young people to be leaders in your church and to be Christians and servants of yours. So, Father, we thank you for them. We thank you for the activities and the many things that we do here to try to support that, and we ask your blessings to be upon everybody who does so. And, Father, as we have this night of recognition, help us take a few moments here to to make sure that we're focused on you, and that's my prayer, and that's what our hope our hope is. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. First song tonight, be using our song books. You'll turn to number five six zero, Living by Faith. We'll sing the first and third verses. Number five, six, zero.
use this mic. Do me a favor and turn to Hebrews chapter 10 for me, if you don't mind. Hebrews chapter 10. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be um, kind of vulnerable with you here tonight, this afternoon. Uh, quite frankly, I have really struggled to write down words to say in a very important, in a very important moment, any time that you stand up and any time that you're in this kind of situation, you want to give the Lord your best. And so I spent a lot of time and effort thinking about what I would like to say tonight, but quite frankly, I struggled to put anything on the paper. So um, y'all have to forgive me for that, but I, I will be short. And the reason why I'm struggling is because this weekend and, and this past week, and I, and I, and I will, my, my attitude will change very quickly. I will, my energy level will change very quickly, but, but I want to go ahead and just share why I'm struggling. Um, I had to do something this weekend I've never done before. Our best friends in Madison where I used to preach and where we, we, we were at for six, seven years. Uh, we got a call on Sunday that their 26-year-old had committed suicide. On, when, on Tuesday, they called and asked if I would officiate the service. On Friday, we went to Jackson, and on Saturday, yesterday, Cassie and I were blessed enough to be a part of, of everything that happened that day. But I'll be honest with you, I'm an emotional train wreck, and I'm not afraid to tell you that. Um, because I'm, I'm here, and I am extremely excited. Like, I look, I, I have asked all these young people to set up front to lift me up tonight. I've asked them to set up front because, quite frankly, we are blessed here. To have so many wonderful, wonderful young people. I, I can't count. We, we cannot, as, as I think Brother Dean said this morning, you know, there's blessings because we have these young folks sitting here that most of us have not even considered. But then I also have this burden, this, this burden that, that right now I want to talk about, but, but eventually... Again, we'll wreck it. We'll get to celebrating in just a moment. It's a burden to know the responsibility that we have to support every one of these young people too. You know, it's said, I've, I've read two books here recently and I want to make sure I tell you, I'm not necessarily promoting either one of these two books, but I am telling you that both of them were very interesting and they came to one conclusion that I want to share with you. But it's not a new conclusion because quite frankly, the Bible has told us this for thousands of years. One of them was called Sticky Faith. Uh, the reason why I really enjoyed that book is because it, 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 it interacted with hundreds of young people and it studied throughout their time from high school through college, what was the key to keeping those young people faithful? The other one was the rise and triumph of the modern self. Now this one, I wouldn't read if I was you. But I will say this. It literally talks about why are we in the situation we're in today 
to where there's really no standard, where it's really about how do I feel? And based off of that, decisions are made not by any kind of moral code or any kind of necessary standard that we live by, but it is simply made off of how does it make you feel? And if it doesn't make you feel valued, then guess who's in the wrong? And so in both of these situations, at the end of the book, it challenged and it said, okay, it's good to know the problem, but what's the solution? Let's read Hebrews chapter 10. So let's start in verse 19. They gave a solution, by the way, but I'll let, I'll let God's word tell us the solution and then I'll. I'll, I'll carry it back around, okay? Or one of the many solutions. Verse 19 of Hebrews 10. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain that is through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean, from an evil conscience in our bodies, washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. I want to stop there for a second. And the reason why I want to stop there is because that, that phrase, let us hold fast to our profession, that is my prayer. I know that is your prayer for every single person, but especially these young people that are sitting here. Because the statistics that we all know say that about 50% of them when they get in college will probably fall away. Now the good news, here's the good news. The good news is about 30 to 60% of them will come back eventually. But here's the problem we miss. When are some of the most important decisions in life made? When you go to college, you pick your profession. You typically pick your mate. You decide where you're going to live and kind of the direction and the path that you're going to go. And it's during those times that many people decide to, to maybe not hold fast to that profession. And they make decisions, important decisions. And yes, as parents, yes, as Christians, yes, as adults who love these children, we're praying for them to come back. And yes, a lot of them do. What I, what I want to get to, and I'll quit here in a second. The book said in both of these challenges that we face, as believers in God. How do, we, how do we help our young people, number one? And then number two, how do we handle the challenges that, are, that this society delivers to us where standards don't matter anymore? The answer's found right here. Let me go back to verse 23. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider 
how to stir up one another to love and to good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. What was interesting to me in both of those books that I read, their answer to the problem, and they said the number one thing, they said there's no silver bullet in how to make sure that your children stay faithful throughout you know, their, their, their whole lives. There's no silver bullet. But if there's one that stood out in all of their studies of hundreds of kids, they said community, church attendance, being involved in church activities, and having multiple adults, not just their parents, engaged in their lives was something they said stood out and could directly be Connected to faithfulness. In this concept of society and the fact that we're living in a society where there's no standards, where this, this rise of modern self, where it's all about how I feel, doesn't necessarily matter what God's word says, doesn't necessarily matter even what, you know, our constitution says. The answer he gave was community. He says, you better stick together. My whole life, as we've always said, we read verse 25 and we say, yep, don't miss church. When those hundreds of people they studied asked, what is faith? The majority of their answers was summed up by sin management. Folks, faith is not sin management. Young people, faith is believing in God and because you love Him, you do what He says. God doesn't expect you to be perfect. God knows you won't be perfect. But He expects you to do your best to serve Him and to glorify Him and to help everybody around you do so. I guess my challenge tonight, I want all of us to consider one last thing. I should have written this down. This is really a sidebar that I should not say, but I'm going to say it. If most of y'all don't know that my, my new role at Toyota is... Um, I'm general manager of HR, and so my job is to literally hire folks. Do you know how many people I hear complain about the workforce that now is coming out? I, I, trust me, I hear it all the time. And then I transition to the church, and I hear people not complain, but talk about the difference in how we used to do things and how... We need to do this way. That's how things used to be done. I get it. But I want to challenge all of us in this room to look at these young people who we love so much and to not say, well, it, we used to do it this way. But simply say, what can I do to stir up and encourage the love that these young people have for God.
It's easy to complain. It's easy to say things used to be this way. The challenge is, how do each one of us do our part to encourage and love? There's no invitation tonight. I just wanted to share these thoughts. This was the verse that was, that's been on my mind this week and the one I wanted to share. And so I hope you will challenge yourselves to how to stir up. And yes, young people, a way to ensure that this community of believers, God's church, Lord's church can help you is not to neglect the importance of what you're doing right now meeting together. Don't forget that. And know we love you with all of our heart. Jordan's going to lead us in a song. And then um, Drew's going to... All right, hold up. Thank you, Jordan. Hey, I did not forget. Chris Beard, I did not forget. At this moment, if you have not been able to take the Lord's Supper today, we want to give you that opportunity. So during this song, um, Jordan's going to sing. You're, you're more than welcome to get up and go to the little chapel, and it'll be there to serve for you or serve you. And then after the song, Drew will lead us in prayer, okay? We'll sing number 705, A Common Love. 705. We'll sing it through twice. have this time tonight to come together and have a study a portion of your word, Lord. We uh, 
I want to thank you for Aaron and how much he means to this congregation, Lord. I want to thank you for giving him the uh, what to speak on tonight and uh, let us take it throughout our week and use it through our lives. We want to take this time to thank you for Jordan and everyone that helps with the youth program, Lord, here at the, at the church, and that how much they mean to us and how much they help with the, spreading your love and your, your word through the community. We, got, we thank you for Bo and everyone in the college uh, class that helps um, keep people's faith strong in the Lord until they get into their older years, Lord. We uh, ask you to be with us as we go out through our week, through our jobs and our uh, uh, many uh, school, we, all the school we have, Lord, and we ask that you be with us and we shine your light to, to the world. We most thankful for your son, down cross for our sins, and we may have a home in heaven with you one day. Just now I pray. Amen. I told you I was going to change. All right, I'm changed. It's time to celebrate. It's time to recognize. It's time to have a little bit of fun while staying quiet and or a little bit contained. Okay, all right. Uh, this is our last to leaders recognition night. I don't know how many animations I have in this thing. Forgive me if I have too many. And we had a wonderful group go to Little Rock. I'll give you a couple of stats about Little Rock. There was approximately 40 congregations there. There was about 1,400 people there, okay? And we, out of the 1,400 people, we had about 130 of them. Literally, we were 10% of the population almost. Now, we typically, just so you know, we typically bring a lot of people and the most people, so there's no surprises. But it was really good to be back. Okay, really good to be back. Just so you, I do the seating every year, and I've been doing it for 15, 20 years now. Normally, this congregation brings 160 folks. Now, it's interesting, just, just it's interesting to me. Last year, we brought about 60 to 70 folks. This year, we brought 130 folks. Normally, we bring about 160, 170 folks. When you look at that, literally, and you compare that to our church attendance, the percentages are about the same. So here's the challenge. Next year, let's get back to where we have been. Okay, that's the challenge. Which means, which means we do our best to bring people back here to the fold. Okay? And so that's my challenge. Little Rock's awesome, by the way. It's right by the river. This is the convention center if you've never been there. This is the Marriott. It's a beautiful place, a lot of things to do right downtown. Um, so I just wanted to share that picture with you, but you could, you could see that yourself. And then here's the key point. Look, two more stats I want to give you. I'm fixing to mash this button, okay? And I hope this works. Let me see if it starts moving. Now, nah, look at it go. The reason why I'm doing this is because I want you to see all the people it takes to get 130 people to Little Rock. Now, there was about 50 to 60 kids go. I say kids, young people. And there is about, you know, 70 adults go. And then, on this list of just helpers, there's about 30 different helpers. But this doesn't include 
everybody. <laughs> Look, there's so many of you who help these folks do things. And I know that. They know that. And even though your name's not listed, please know how much we all appreciate you. Okay? I'm not going to call these folks out. Um, I, I'm sorry. Last year I tried to do that. And man, for weeks, for weeks, I was so upset with myself because I did not say Stephen Hodges' name. I'm talking about for weeks it hurt me, Stephen. I want you to know that. I never, I don't think I apologized. I tried to apologize. I don't know if I did or not. But, but, you know, we don't, we don't do this for that kind of glory, right? We don't do this for that. But I have decided this year that each year I'm going to pick on one person. I did miss Jimmy last year and miss Jimmy came to me just this earlier today and said, I got one request. Don't you, don't you do what you did to me last year. I said, of course, Miss Jimmy, I'm not going to do that. But I am going to pick on one person a year, if that's okay. And this year, I want Kerry Parsons to stand up. So many people do great things, and please, just because I'm picking on her, don't think I don't appreciate the rest of you, but y'all are adults, and you know that that's okay. Kiri has meet, met with these, this, this group of girls, and more, by the way. This is the group of girls that were able to be consistently involved. She has met with them every Wednesday night for months, going over things that are important to them and that they need to know. Kiri, when we got back home, I thought it was done. Next thing I know, for the next two weeks, you had David still meeting on Wednesday nights. And that is truly what Last of Leaders is about. It is not about that convention. It's about the activities we do to prepare for it. And you, I just want this congregation to give a round of applause for it. All right. But, listen. We're going to highlight these students tonight, okay? So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to do my best. All right. If you participate in Last of the Leaders, whenever I call your age or your, your grade or your ages, okay, I want you to come and I want you to stand up right here on this, this, just kind of stand up where I am right here, okay? All right? And then I'm going to let these young men beside me um, present you a medal and um, just want to call your name. Now, I started to, I started to name every event. I started to name every award. Number one, I ran out of time. But then number two, to be open with you, it's not about, young people, how much you do. It's not about what you win. It's about you do what you can do, and you do the best you can at it. Amen, church? Amen. All right. And that's what we want to celebrate tonight. Okay? That's what we want to celebrate. And so, we're going to do that. So, if you are in kindergarten or below, okay? If you're in kindergarten or below and participate in Last Leaders, please come up front. Right here and stand on this aisle right here so everybody, yeah, you're doing right. You're doing exactly right. Come on up here and stand up right here. There you go, Gunner. 
Now, you don't have to stand up that tall. Stand one down. That right there. Anybody else? Kindergarten or below? All right. We had, we had about six that participated. But who we have in front of you is Maggie Jumper. We have Caleb Jones. And we have Gunnar Hodgen. Please give them a round of applause. We're going to hand out your trophies for you. And I got, Troy, why you got Crip doing it for me? Come on. <laughs> By the way, Anderson and others are taking pictures. I'm sure Anderson will find a way to give, get these two. I, I'm doing this a little different. Normally call them one by one. But you know why I'm doing it this way? It's because I want you to see the, the groupings of kids a little bit. I think there's some benefit to that. Okay. All right. High five. Thank you all very much. Good job. All right. All right. I got kindergarten, right? Nobody's in kindergarten. I want to make sure. Okay. Because the next group I want to call up is my first graders. Please come on up here. First graders. Look at this crew. I knew this was going to challenge me. Y'all are doing awesome. Thank you very much. All right. Okay. Got it. Y'all know that I knew this was going to be my problem, by the way. The easy part about just calling people up is they just come up. The hard part is when they come up and then you're expected to know who they are. So that's just part of it, okay? And we're going to make this through, and all the parents and everybody will forgive me uh, for messing things up here a little bit, but that is okay. Carson Bowling, please raise your hand. Let them, all right, I called you Will earlier. That's your daddy. I knew that before I said it, but then you responded and looked at me, so I thought I was right. All right, give him a give him award. We've got, who else we got up there? We have Nathan Smitherman, all right? Raise your hand, Nathan, so everybody say, yes, sir, Bob. We have Annalise Sparks. Where are you? Yes. We have Ellie Farr right beside her. We have Zoe Wade somewhere up there. And we have Kate Huddleston. All right. This is a big group right here. A big group. And so much better looking than the juniors that I'm going to call up later, by the way. All right, everybody look at this crowd right here. Give them your biggest smile. All right, thank y'all very much. High five on the way out. Come on, here we go. Jump off, here we go. Don't hurt yourself. Parents may get mad at me. Come on, you got it. Come on, Carl. You go sit. You can sit right back down where you were. Is that okay? Are you asking for the ice cream your parents are going to give you later? I don't know. You need to ask them about that later. Yes, I do think you deserve ice cream. Yeah. You're welcome, Phil. All right. Now, I am going to combine a couple. Of, well, I'm not going to combine this next one. Second graders, come on up. 
I, I, what I've got is I have messed up my grades, okay? My, this is my sheet, and my grades are all kind of messed up. So that's okay. I'll find these folks, and I know who they are. All right, we got Luke Jones. Raise your hand there. We got Sullivan Long. And we got Hayes Parsons standing in front of us. That's right. There you go. All right, come on. I actually had you in the second grade, but that's okay. That's, that's, okay. that's who you are. McKaylin Gamble is the one who came up here beside us. Give them, look, give them your biggest smile. Give them your biggest smile. Come on. Where's the smile? Come on, smile. Thank y'all so much. Good job, good job. High five, high five, high five. <laughs> I'll teach him not giving me a high five. All right, third grade, you're up. Third graders, third graders, come on up, come on up, come on up. Hey, it's interesting to watch these kids, by the way. You got Lawson up here. It's like, get me down from here. You got Shannon like, I am here. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny to watch these young people? Isn't it awesome? Isn't it awesome that these young people have these personalities? It's really good. All right, Shannon. Raise your hand. They know who you are. Raise your hands so everybody can see you. All right, Lawson and Jack Riley. There you go. Give them your smile, and everybody give them a round of applause. <laughs> look, I said something about him, so now he wants to show off. However, if y'all look at the group picture, there is one person in the group picture that has a four sign. Does anybody know who that is in these young people? That is right. It is you. It is you. And I'm going to call you out in just a second when I do. I can't call him by his nickname. All right, here we go. Third and fourth graders, let's get two groups up here. Third and fourth graders, come on up. Third and fourth, third and fourth. They're mine. Fourth graders and fifth, no, just fourth graders, come on up. Forget it. I messed it up. Fourth graders. Yes, they were wanting me to call Houston by his nickname, and I will not do that, Jennifer, not here with this microphone. I'll do it later. All right. All right, so Houston Farr, he was the one who I saw today had his four up in that picture, and he was the only one who did. All right, we have Houston Farr and Phelan Hodgen. Yes, sir, Bob. You know, supposedly, I don't know what it means, but I see a lot of kids holding up for it, but I think he was just doing that because he was in the fourth grade. How about that? All right, thank you very much. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Love you both. All right, now, I'll start calling out multiple groups for a little bit. Fifth and sixth grade, please come up. Fifth and sixth grade. There you go. Good job, good job. All right, we all know Thomas Long. All right, we all know Cooper Farr. We all know Jack Jones, we know Davis Foster, and we know Ross Parson. That's the group that we have in front of us. 
These are our fifth and sixth graders here. Love y'all. Thank y'all so much for being a part of LADS. All right? <laughs> Don't do that. Go home. All right. Next up, let's do our seventh and eighth grade. Hey, we're doing fine on time. I want all y'all to know that. Thank y'all for letting us do this. These young people are awesome. All right. We have Brady Wells. We have Seth Stacks. We have Sarah Kate English. We have Mia Rosas. We have, who we got down there? Allie Thompson. And we have JoJo Riley. Adults, y'all can call him Joseph if you want, but, you know, we go by JoJo. Oh, go by JoJo, huh? All right, take your picture. Smile for everybody out there. So, Anderson, take your picture. You got him, Anderson? You're doing good? All righty. Thank y'all very much. Ninth grade, come on up. Ninth grade. Let's go ahead and get the 10th grade up, too. 10th grade, come on up, too. 10th grade, let's go. 9th and 10th. Oh, Anderson. Ugh. This is where D is going to come and snap, or somebody's going to come snap that photo. You come on up here, Anderson. All right, in the ninth grade, we have Ella Davis, we have Andrew Langley, and I know Briley would be here. I just heard that she, she had a flat tire. They would be here. You got Anderson Long in the ninth grade, and then in the tenth grade, we have Emily Mann, we have Turner Foster, and we have Dalton Stack standing in front of us. All right. Hey, get, get as close as you can. Close as you can. If we need to, we can, we can take another. Feeling good about it? All right. Hey, I want to pause here a second. The next three, this, this group. I said pause. What happened? What happened to the pause? Andrew, stop. Right back here. I know you want to leave. I was going to make this comment at the junior and the senior level, but I'm going to go ahead and start it here. Folks, I, staying in last leaders, young people, staying in last leaders is extremely important. Staying involved in the church is extremely important because I want you to be able to look up to the young people like this, okay, who I'm extremely proud of, and I want you all all to know that, okay? That's what I wanted to say to you, and I want to say that to my juniors and seniors as well, but I want to say it here. Okay, because I didn't want them to get down without them hearing those words from me. All right? Good. Thank you all very much. Now, juniors, come on up. We got a big group of juniors.
Isn't this awesome? Did y'all know we had this many juniors participating in Lazarus Leaders? Look at this. This is really good. Y'all going to have to squish together, by the way. Just get squished together. Arlena is in the front here. Arlena Rogers. We got Will Grissom. We got Braden Hannah. We got Sandra Holloway. We got Levi Sweeney. We have, and he lives with me, and I still can't pronounce his last name, but Luis. We'll just go with Luis Galvez Gomez. And we have Gibson Foster. All right here, this is a great group of juniors, a big group of juniors, and I can't wait to see them all standing up here next year as seniors. Please give them a round of applause. <laughs> By the way, Luis, please smile. Luis won't be back here next year. And for everybody, he's leaving June the 1st. My family's extremely sad, but June the 1st, just so y'all know. Thank y'all very much, juniors. All right, seniors, come on up. <laughs> so here we go. That is true. That is true. Apparently, I didn't buy them last leader shirts or something. But we have Ben Barrett and Lewis Holloway. Now, listen, before you give them a round of applause, I wanted to make a big deal out of seniors tonight because this is their last time to get to participate in the way that they have been participating. They can help us lead starting next year. What about those pictures? Come on. Don't you love that? Don't you love... I mean, if that doesn't make you feel good, I don't know what can make you feel good. Can y'all see them, by the way? I'm not done. There's the two. That's when the best friend happened right there. I don't know when the moment was, but I'm claiming it right here. Crossing the stage of Laz to leaders. And then that one. Yes, you can't miss Ben Mooney. I got that. Okay, that's what I'm here. All these folks saying, that's Ben Mooney right there. That's Ben Mooney. Yes, that's Ben Mooney. But on the edges are our two seniors. Now look. I did that because I want these same pictures for each one of you as you continue to get older. Folks, these young men right here, I've been teaching a, I've been teaching a high school class now for over a year, year and a half, and I know Jordan would attest to the same thing. These, give, these young men give me faith in the future of the church. And I just... I just want to make sure I say that, and I just want to make sure they know how much I love them and how much I appreciate them and how much, how thankful I am for their leadership and their example and last the leaders. Thank you all very much. All right. All right, we're going to do something I didn't do last year. I was a rookie last year, so I got through. I, I'm, I'm going to take that as my excuse. Drew Gordon, would you come up here? Come on, Drew. Come on up here. you got a job to do. I talked to the Moonies this year, and I said, look, I talked to Nate, and I said, Nate, I want to bring this back. I said, I want to, I want to, I want to use Kerry Mooney's memory of what last leaders meant to him. I want to bring it back, and I want to honor a young person who exemplified 
the Lazaliter's spirit. I'll do a better job of, anyways, I'm not going to say all that because no need for y'all to know. I feel really good about the person I'm about to hand this to, though. This person, this person competes in Bible Bow. They compete in speech. And I literally cried when they gave their speech because of how meaningful it was I felt to me and to that person. And this person competes, he competed in puppets. But I'm going to tell you what this person I'm giving this award to, what I love the most. I've never, ever, ever asked this person to support me or to help me or to do something that they didn't say yes, sir, and jump straight up. So Drew wants to present the K. Rimuni Award this year to Dalton Stacks. Come here. Hey, y'all come here. Stand right here. Stand right here. All right, Drew, hand it to him. All right, no, stand beside him, Drew. They won't take your picture, Drew. Stand right there beside him, Drew. All right, get him, Anderson, before Drew leaves me. I know Drew's like a little antsy right now. All right. Thank you, Dalton, for everything you do for the congregation, for the church, the Lord's church, for your service as a Christian, and, and uh, for last leaders. I just want you to know how much we appreciate you. All right. All right, look. We are now going to move to just the last two parts. So, guys, we can sit down now, and I think we can, we can give. Uh, we got two things we're going to do as we close here, okay? One is we're going to show a puppet, the puppet script of the 10th grade. <laughs> now, all the puppet scripts were awesome. Both the younger two groups won first, just so y'all know. And then the 10th grade won first, and the seniors let us down. They won third, but that's okay. You know, you can't win them all. But I want to show that puppet script. And I may do a little bit of commentating, but I, I don't know. I don't want to mess it up. So uh, don't turn my mic off, Jeremy. I hope we can do both. Uh, if we can't, that's fine. So we're going to show that puppet script. And then Anderson Long this year stepped up and did our, did our photo, um, whatever we call it, collage or slideshow. So Anderson Long did that for us this year. Thank you, Anderson, for stepping up and doing that. And, um, and thanks for giving him all the pictures. That'll take us, y'all, just about 15 more minutes. So I, I know it'll be a little bit past, but it won't be too far past. So I hope you will. Hope you'll stay and watch these two. Uh, we're going to start them now, and then I'll close us out at the very end, okay? Thank y'all.
That is Briley and, and Seth. What are you doing? Oh, we're just warming up. Warming up? For what? We're trying out for the school musical. We're trying to get the lead role. Wow, y'all sure are brave. I could never have enough courage to do something like that. Sure you could. It's really no big deal. Please, I can't even work up enough courage to ask my friend to come to church with me. There's no way I can get on stage in front of tons of people. That's Allie. Hey, and Dalton. Allie, overheard you say you don't have the courage to ask your friend to church. Yeah, I'm really scared about how she'll react. Have you ever heard the story of Jonah? I don't think so. Well, That's Andrew Langley. God spoke to Jonah and said, Jonah, go to Nineveh and preach to the people there because they are wicked. But Jonah didn't do what he was told, and he ran from God and boarded a ship to Tarshish. Why did he run? Well, you see, he had a fear and couldn't let it go. <gasps> let it go. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Oh, God, I'm trying to hear the story. Sorry. Yeah, my bad. So, anyway, a really gnarly story. And it starts. It was causing havoc on the ship. John knew exactly why. <laughs> you should throw me overboard, and the storm will come. I know this is my fault. So, anyway, really gnarly story. And he throws himself overboard too soon. John knew exactly why. <laughs> You should go me overboard the storm will come. This is my I know the storm's my fault. There he goes again! <laughs> the men tried to still keep Jonah aboard, but the storm grew stronger and stronger. So they had to throw him overboard. Keep going, Dalton, you're doing good! Oh, no. Poor Jonah! <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why they've got messed up. Well, actually, God provided a huge fish to follow up Jonah. And he was in the belly for three days and three nights. Yeah. Anyway, for those days and nights, Jonah prayed to God and thanked him for asking him and vowed to make good with God and tell others about him so that God had the fish spent Jonah out. Wow, what a story. But I have to be honest, that makes me even more scared. Getting eaten by a fish, yeah, no thanks. Well, okay, okay, okay. By the way, we're what not about done. the story of David and Goliath? What's it about? So... Goliath was a Philistine, and the Philistines were going to fight King Saul and the men. Goliath was a huge man, pretty much a giant, bro. And this is what happened. What man will fight me? That's Anderson. Fight me, and if your men defeat me, we'll become your servants. But if I defeat you, you all will become our servants. Who will fight this man? Is there no one who can fight him? I will fight him! Andrew's back. You are just a young boy. You cannot defeat this man. He is a giant and has been a soldier since he was very young. I'll defeat 
<laughs> There's no way that you can kill this man. I have killed lions and bears. Lions and tigers and bears, oh my. Lions and tigers and bears, oh my. Sorry. So, anyway, back to the story. That away, Dalton. The same God who rescued me will save me from this Philistine. So then, David went out to meet There it is. And he didn't have any armor on. All he had was a rock and a sling. You gotta watch David. Watch what David. What did he think he was going to do with that? Well, David went out to meet Goliath. You? A little twig of a man. You are going to defeat me? You were just a twelve. Then David ran toward Goliath. <laughs> and he used his sleeve to throw the rock at his head and it killed Goliath. <laughs> He's not done! Watch him! God on your side, anything is possible, bro. If you're trying to invite a friend to church, I can guarantee God is on your side for that. And even if the answer is no, keep asking God to give you the courage to ask your friend again and again and again. You've really helped me so much today. Thank you. Anytime, Sally. You're welcome. <gasps> What can I say except you're welcome? You're welcome! You're welcome! Anyway, I think I will call my friends right now and see if she wants to come and worship with me this Sunday. Thanks again for helping me gain some courage, Bruno. Bruno! Your name is Bruno? We don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno! Encore! We don't talk about Bruno! Give that team a round of applause! Hey, I don't know how you couldn't hear every adult in there dying laughing the whole time. But that was, uh, I wanted y'all to see that because to me that was an epic puppet event right there. All right, now we're going to get to our slideshow.
His enemies will run for sure. His enemies will run for sure. The church will stand, she will endure. The church will stand, she will endure. He holds the keys of life, our Lord. Death has no sting, no final word. Our God is a God who saves. Our God is a God who surprised Ben was eating.
the morning that sealed the promise, your very body began to breathe. Out of the silence, the roaring lion declared the grave has no claim on me. Then came the morning that sealed the
Give, hey, give. All right, we're going to close. I was over there, honestly, a little bit in tears as I watched that, 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 that slideshow, and I'm, I'm going to say this as we close. You know, I was, th I was thinking as a parent, you know, just how much it seems every – seems like we just – we mess up, and we, we do our best, but we just mess up. But folks, parents, church, y'all are doing something right. Y'all are, are doing a good job. And just being a part of Last of Leaders, being a blessed to be a part of Last of Leaders, just helps give me the energy. I know I'm tired when I get home, but Tonight's like, nights like tonight and getting to see those pictures and the groups of people together. We're, we got a bright future. We got a road ahead of us, but we have a very bright future. And so parents, thank you. Congregation, thank you. And now let's pray to God and give him the same thanks. Dear Heavenly Father, thankfulness is how we come to you tonight. We thank you for blessing us. We thank you for taking care of us. We thank you for, uh, God, there's just so many things that we need to say, but what's on my heart at this moment is I thank you for the young people that are sitting in front of me and those who aren't, but who are a part of this congregation who means so much to us. Father, I thank you so much for them. I thank you for blessing us with them. I thank you for the parents I thank you for their grandparents. I thank you for their aunts and their uncles and their cousins and everybody associated with them. And I thank you for the adults in their lives and the congregation here. I thank you for activities like Lads of Leaders that just helps us grow closer and to learn skills and, and learn how to be leaders in your church and to learn how to glorify you more. Father, I thank you for... You know, the ministers that we have here that help us lead in those kind of ways. I thank you for the deacons and the elders. And there's just so many people to be thankful for. And, and Father, I just want to lift them up. And as we're as a group thinking about those individuals, we lift them up. But we know it's all, Father, because of your doing, because of your will, and because of the love you have for us. So, Father, we want to give you the glory as we close tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. You are dismissed. Thank you all.